Hey everybody, this is Pav's Table Talk, Season 2. We have Pavin here, your CSC, and we got Chris here with the BSC. And in the audience today, we got Nick. Nick, you want to give a little shout out? Yo, what's up? And then we got Sarah. Sarah, you want to say hello? How's it going? Alright, cool. So they're going to be just joining us here while we start Season 2. Uh, today we're going to be talking about relationships and all things to do with relationships regarding the social aspect, how good it is for your mental health, and maybe some tricks and tips to help improve your relationships. Yo, first off, Pav, I just want to say it's kind of funny how we just let our season one die off. And they were like, hey, man, we can just revive this as season two. And then break's totally casual. I was hoping nobody would know about that. <laughs> just keep it professional. Yeah, yeah. A couple of months go by, people will catch it. All right, so Pav, I want to ask, what made you want to talk about relationships today? Man, so just with any topic, I just want to do something that's relevant, interesting, and something that a lot of people can relate to, hopefully learn something, take home, and apply it to their everyday lives. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I, like, on a daily, day-to-day life, you deal with relationships all the time. But is relationships just defined to when you're with somebody? Or what kind of relationships? Are Not at all, man. Relationships, especially in this day and age with, um, you know, the internet, relationships come in all forms. You know, you have your friends, family, your partners. And, you know, even examples when your friends are, you know, in different countries, you still have the internet to talk to them online. And even, like, I know people, they meet other people online. Yeah. You know, what, you playing games. Yeah, for sure. Know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, so many forms of relationships. And it all comes down to just having a good balance. Because like, everybody's got to talk to somebody. I don't think there's people out there that are by themselves all the time that live a healthy life. Yeah, it's true. Even if you spend a lot of time on the internet, you're social, like, you're socializing with other people. Exactly. And interacting. So do you think the internet has had a positive impact on relationships or a negative impact on relationships? On relationships specifically, it's just a different form. Right. I think if we didn't have the internet, people would definitely be more social. Yeah. But this is just the substitute. Right. Just sitting at home and talking to other people. Yeah, I definitely think it's made relationships easier to grow faster. Because if you look back and people were like pen pals and writing letters to each other, uh-huh. can you imagine like you write a letter, you send it via carrier pigeon, uh-huh. and then you get a response a month later. Sheesh. But nowadays you're just like texting or you're talking to people on games so fast and it's easier to build that connection with someone right away. That's right, man. Uh, but I would say if my only critique with the online stuff is people aren't, you know, there's, there's catfishing, yeah. right? And then you have stuff where people aren't the same online that they are in person. Yeah. I, I think it's a weird thing. I think um, part of it is people put on a different personality that they wish to fulfill that they yeah. can't do in real life. You know, you got your internet trolls. Yeah. You can do all that on your internet because it's not going to all come back at you. Yeah, you see that in those dating apps for sure, it's right? It's ultimate persona, man. Yeah, because then you can just build whoever you want to be on the internet and then you can try and build a relationship as one person and then they you go to meet that person all of a sudden you're like whoa that's not the same person yeah, at all no exactly Sarah's nodding madly over here like these damn boys fuck boys out here <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah that's true that's true so yeah so relationships are definitely a major part of our day-to-day life like we I wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is like go to school and then you meet your teachers, your professors, so that's like professional relationship. Yeah, but I mean, before that, you go on Instagram when you wake up, right? And you gotta text your friends some memes and all that. That's true. That's all, that's all part of relationship building. Yeah. Yeah. So you think everyone absolutely involved, is involved in a relationship. Yeah. In some way, shape or form. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to, to help them live a healthy life. I know there's people that, you know, they're more depressed. Yeah. And they just don't have a social life at all. 
Right. It just considers them like they're just at home sleeping all the time. Yeah. You know? So you feel like there's that like biological need where For, you need to interact with other people. Yeah, we're definitely social creatures. I mean, that's why we develop, you know, speech yeah. <laughs> all those thousands of years ago. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because I feel like if you weren't being like going out and interacting in any way, even if it's just on the internet, you're losing that like stimulus. Exactly. And, like you're losing that self of involvement and you just become trapped like you're just like a hermit living under a rock yeah, it's just like uh you ever see they do like these i've seen on youtube they do test experiments on people they'll just isolate them in a chamber yeah for uh, you know a few days food but there's no contact with anybody yeah and they come back and they make you take tests yeah and they just they lose that aspect of you know staying sharp and being as i don't know what the word is your sharpness like yeah. you just don't think of things like you used to yeah, you lose it, like it's a part of your brain that you have to keep active yeah, yeah, because your frontal lobe does a lot of your interaction That's right. with people, so it makes a lot of sense. So, I mean, that, it gets attacked a little. Yeah. <laughs> just... I mean, it's like in those movies you see all the time when people go to solitary confinement, and then they're in there for a couple of days. They go and, crazy. And they just will go crazy. And yeah. I assume that's some, I mean, it, it is a movie. You know, a lot of them, they, they, they talk to somebody that's not there. Like, you see them go crazy. That's their way of, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Like yeah. they'll, they'll see figures like, oh, you know what, they're talking... And, you know, you have a guard going there and talking to nobody. You're just like, oh. Right. This guy's going insane. Right. So do you think that a lack of relationships in someone's life can be a mental health issue? I think it can lead to one. You can. It can lead to one. Right. Right. So lead to, like, maybe depression, anxiety. Definitely. Yeah, loss of self. Exactly. Yeah. What kind of things do you think people should be doing then? Man, I'm, you know, everybody's different. Um, essentially, if... I think if you have, you know, you, you can be a good person or a bad person, but you'll find people that have similar traits to you. Yeah. You have to, whether it be on the internet or in real life. Right. You know, it's real. I, I think it's really easy to yell at people, but everybody's got a different um, attitude on that. Um, I think if you, if I wanted to go out and I wanted to interact with people, I think it would be really easy to say, hey, you know, let's exchange numbers, let's hang out. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done it. Right. Um, but. You just gotta be outgoing. Yeah. Um, you gotta be open. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and just come off nice, essentially. Right. Like, so, do you think that like one person is going to put in more effort than another person, or do you think like a healthy relationship is equal? Shit. Because I feel like right now it's kind of looking at one person is like on the down and out, but it's up to them to go out and make it better. Like, it's not always going to be easy for someone who doesn't have a lot of relationships right. to go and put themselves in those social environments to meet new people, right? So what, what's the, where does the responsibility lie? Does it rely on other people to help them? I think it, that comes down to the two people. You might have a very extroverted person, a very introverted person. Yeah. And obviously, that introvert, the extroverted person is going to go, say, start talking, hey, let's hang out, let's, hey, let's hang out. And right. the introvert person, they won't initiate anything most of the yeah. time. So I think... Depending on the people, you're, you're going to have definitely one person try to initiate more than the other. Or you yeah. might have two people, similar interests, you know, like good friends, still text each other all the time. Yeah, exactly. It's a, t- it's a tough question to answer. Because I feel like I have introverted friends and that if it wasn't up to me sometimes just being, hey man, just like come hang out with us and like just pulling them out there, right. they wouldn't pursue it in themselves. No, they wouldn't. Right? So it's up to me to be like... Not that I, like, I'm trying to be overly like, oh, we need to meet more people. Right. But just the fact that like, I'm going to go hang out with some other people. I want to increase like, them bringing out, just meet, uh-huh. whatever, have a good time, and just yeah, have that social stimulus. 
No, exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, you just have to get out there. You're not going to, I mean, if we're talking like friends and relationships, you're not going to meet people staying at home. Whether that be, you know, going out just for a walk, you know, saying hi to people walking by, going to a bar, just talk to people, you know, just be friendly. Yeah. Do you think it's like, I find that maybe it's a little bit harder just to meet people out in public nowadays. Harder? Why? Well, I just seem like there's so much like stigma around just... Like, maybe it's just for, like, if a single guy were to go up to someone and just be like, hey, how's it going? Like, everyone just kind of assumes the worst or just to get really, like, closed-minded or, like, sheltered off. You know what? Those people that are like that, they probably shouldn't be your friends anyways. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Because I know all my friends, if if they had somebody that was cool, nice, I'd approach them, they'd be friendly with them, you know, be friends with them and all that jazz. Yeah, I guess that makes makes a lot of sense. Because I'm just trying to think for someone who, like, wants to go out and meet new people. And if you don't have any foundation, it's kind of hard to throw yourself in that environment. Yo, it, I mean, it might seem hard, but I feel like if you just be confident and be nice, yeah. you'll definitely find people. Right. I mean, I, you might strike out a few times. Because yeah. People are like, oh, you know what? I don't want to meet you. Yeah. But you're definitely going to find people that would be nice about it. Yeah, because, I mean, it's one thing, like, if we go play pickup basketball. Right. And then if you go up to somebody and like, hey, man, can I jump in a game? Right. And I was like, sure, because then you can like, you know, play King's Court or you guys all just like split teams. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of it, it's like, yeah, man, you're a cool guy and stuff. Here's my number. We'll play again sometime. And, yeah, who knows? and yo, that's where it grows, though. It might start playing ball, but then they might ask you to go for drinks. Yeah. Once they figure out, you know, how you are. A right. Bit more. So there's essentially there's like little strategies you can do to meet new people and build those relationships. Exactly. Like, yeah, just throwing yourself in there. I guess, like, rec sports and all that kind of stuff is kind of helpful for that. And very social. I and, mean, you know, a lot of time at rec sports, people are very nice and yeah, they know how to have a good time. Yeah, like, even the other day, we met that one guy, Davey, who wanted Davey. to play with us again. So, right. I guess yeah, I mean, I met him in the beginning of the summer. And yeah. it started off, we just played pickup basketball a few times. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm at the court all the time. I'm like, yeah, me too. Then we should change numbers. Right. And so, now, I guess it's really just, like, finding your interest as a person. And then just giving yourself the opportunity to go out, pursue your interest, and meet people. Yeah, like the I, like, same. I like that. Pursuing your interest. So if you're into going to the bar, go to a bar. If yeah. you're into sports, go play some sports. And I'm sure you'll meet people that have the same interests as you. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So do you think that there's any kind of relationships that have more an impact on your life than others? Or do you think like every relationship has equal value? Um, definitely the ones where you spend more time with those people will have a heavier influence. Right. So personally, like, um, you have friends you don't hang out with as, with as much, right? Exactly. So I mean, if something ever happens with those, I don't think it'll impact you nearly as if it was your best friend. Right. Or your family members. Cause yeah. you, I mean, you see them every day almost, you know, depending on your situation. Yeah. You know, you know them for, so-and-so years yeah. so i think time definitely has to do with it right because you live all these years with this person in your life and all of a sudden person no longer in your life that'll hit you definitely a lot harder yeah exactly. with someone you know for eight or nine years versus someone you've only known for a few months or whatever exactly yeah it makes a lot of sense because i know my, my buddy steve in the army we went to middle school together and then all through high school and first few years of uh, university and then he gets to New Brunswick, and now I haven't talked to him in months. But we were, like, best friends for a while. Right. But now I literally don't even, like, text or call. But it's, like, those things where it's, like, I still think about it. I'm like, man, we had, like, a great relationship. Like, right. we were great friends. And I'm sure if one of us put in the effort to just, like, reach out again, 
that we would still have it but it's just like it's become such a part like it's actually it's become so much not a part of my life anymore you know what that's interesting you brought that up because you know i got all my families in england yeah when when they come over man we get really close yeah you know and then they go back and then for a few weeks that you're kind of sad you're like oh man yeah it's really good connecting because i never had that right family extended family so for a few weeks you're just thinking about it Oh, blah, blah. And then you know what? Then you just get used to how it used to be. And you don't really think about it anymore. Yeah. You just adjust and move on. Right. So then it, is it kind of fair to say that relationships are kind of dependent on your routine then? Definitely. So, so then if, it, if someone's not part of your, your daily routine, it's not necessarily going to work out to have a committed relationship. What do you mean by committed? Well, if you're looking at like with you and Sarah, right. obviously I make effort to try and talk to you guys daily and like hang out right. with you. But then with some other friends that I don't see, uh-huh. and like obviously we're still friends, but I don't make those just, efforts to come in. They're right. not part of my routine, right? So I then that relationship isn't being built any further. It's not being built any further, but I think it's it'll it'll come back up the minute you guys meet again. Yeah. It, it, what I like about that is like when you meet with some of your better friends, it's okay that you don't see them for a few months because yeah. as soon as you meet each other, you guys kick off where you left. Right. You know. Right. I guess that's a tell of like how strong a relationship you built to begin with then. Exactly. Right. So shout out to the audience, Nick. Do you mm-hmm. still talk to your buddy Logan in yeah. Ontario quite a bit? Almost every day. Almost every day? Yeah. So do you feel like you guys still have a good... Oh, yeah. Yeah, a pretty good friendship 100%. still? 100%. Yeah, see, that's important. It's like you put in the effort and then even when your friend moves away versus I, we used to put in the effort, but then it just became such a part, like just so busy that yeah, you no longer have that. I mean, that, that's one way of looking at it. I feel like at the end of the day, is if you were that committed to keeping it strong, you definitely would text them every day. Yeah. Everybody's got a few minutes of their day to spend. You're, you're definitely right. That that does make a good point. So really building a relationship is how much time you want to put into right, it. Right, but you don't want to go into it doing it just because you feel like you need to and it's putting a strain on you. Right. Say, oh, I got to text this person every single day. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Just do it when you feel like you need to, I feel. Yeah. Do you find that maybe some relationships require more time then? More time? Yeah. Like like if for friendship versus a family relationship versus obviously a relationship relationship versus a colleague. What do you mean by more time though? Like, more, like time? more effort and commitment. Oh, that's tough because, you know, say you're an adult now, you're going to you know, you're getting married, you're going to move out of your house. Yeah. How often are you going to see your parents? Some people... You know, every weekend they like to go and visit them. Yeah. I know people that see their parents once every couple months is when they talk to them. Yeah, and exactly. It, it, it completely depends. Right. And a lot of it is just adjusting. Because I feel like you're always going to have relationships, but those, they'll just keep changing. Right. So it just kind of alters like where you're at with your life. Where you're, exactly. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, I mean, if you're going to school abroad, yeah. I mean, you still have your homies back home. You just won't be able to talk to them every day like you used to. Yeah, see, it's like for me going to UBC now, like I have all the new relationships with my new classmates. Exactly. You and probably since I see them five days a week. Exactly. So I'm spending a lot of time with them, a lot of times going through it. Right. And like, obviously, I don't talk to like my UFE friends as much anymore. Right. But I guess they're still there. Is it because routines changed? Yeah, because of the routine has changed. Yeah, so it all depends on where you want to put your time and effort into. If you want to start a new relationship, you got to put yourself in opportunities and put time into meeting new people. If you want to keep them, you got to put time and effort into keeping relationships and growing them, right? So I wonder if, like, it's kind of interesting because I feel like some relationships can get in the way of others. And the prime example being... Oh, definitely, yeah. Like, the prime example being when you have... Like, remember when I was single for a while? Right. We all would hang out all the time. and We'd all just do stuff with your friends. Right. But then as soon as, like, I get in a relationship, time gets cut out. 
that's just the way of life, man. Yeah, and yeah. that's because like those relationships take more time. That's right. Right? Because to build, like, if you're looking, if you're in a relationship, the idea is you want to build something with them. Right. So you just put more time into it. Right. And I think the key thing is relationships, just because you don't talk to somebody doesn't mean there's any love lost. Yeah. It's just your relationships change. Yeah. And the minute, you know, you see that person, it'll be just like the old times, you know? Um, that's, a, that's a tough one, though. But I feel like, you know, 20 years from now, even if we're only talking... Once a month, it'll still be the same when we do talk. Yeah. Yeah, so should should these other relationships take away from others? Or, like, do you find that oh, it's just a natural course that they take? It's just natural. Yeah, because look at Jordan. Because we used to hang out with Jordan all the time. Every and now, week. Yeah, and now with his girlfriend, like, they're busy. Now they spend all their weekends together. And you know what? The biggest thing is you just got to accept it. Because it's going to yeah. happen to everybody eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it all just depends on where you like to put your time. And you know what? And But what I will say... To everybody that's listening is you gotta be smart and you know making time for the people that are in your life because yeah. i know some people they got into relationships disappeared yeah yeah you're totally right with that and with the disappearing it's just they become so invested in that one relationship now that they sacrifice their other ones so i feel like there's a very fine balance with having a relationship you got to balance like your family your friends and for lock your bedroom, your lovers, because mm-hmm. you got to have it all balanced nicely to give yourself that mental health that we're all looking for. Because if any one relationship's failing, everyone suffers. Well, you suffer from it. Because if our friendship isn't working and there's problems with it, then obviously, like, I feel bad about it. Like, even times when I, like, say we have plans and maybe I bail because we go through, then I feel bad for bailing. Or if you bail just because you got busy with other things. But it's like the acceptance factor of knowing that things do come up. And that is the key thing for sure. Um, and you know what we were saying, um, like on top of all the relationships, you know, it's essential to keep it, you know, healthy as we were saying. But I also feel like, that's going to sound a little weird, but they all got their own unique characteristics to it as well. Because yeah. you, you act different with your family, with your friends, and with other social groups. Yeah. Um, so I don't know with the science behind why people do that, but I know all the time, like back in, you know, UFV, I definitely talk different Yeah. and have a different relationship with these people. Exactly. Different relationship with your friends, a different relationship with your family, etc. Yeah. I think one of the most unique friendships is your friends because you, you specifically choose your friends. Obviously you choose who you want to be with too, but like you choose your friends and your friends see you for who you are because you choose them because you have the same interests. You choose them because you guys were like either working or in school together, mm-hmm. right? You're doing the same thing. And they're people that you generally enjoy being around. And they're the people that support you through, like you supported me through three relationships now, <laughs> right? So now that you've been my threat through all that, like I've had relationships fail and then you've still been there and you and I have like wavered on seeing each other a lot, seeing right. each other a little bit, seeing each other a lot, seeing each other a little bit. And that's unique to the fact that even though I've had these other relationships going in and out of phase, mm-hmm. ours was continue, is still continuing. So like that friendship aspect is super unique in the way of how it adapts to everything else that goes on in your life. Exactly. Um, what are your thoughts? Like, do you think relationship-wise that um, long-term friendships will just be gone one day? 
Man, I felt like I read something on the internet, and it's like if a friendship has lasted seven years, then it's essentially your friendship. I see that too, but I mean, I don't know if you can. I don't know if anybody can test that theory for us. And I think Sarah's us. saying no way at all. So I feel like she's had a few friends burn a few bridges. Yeah. Sarah's friends gave me this test. Like, oh my god, I thought we were still friends. <laughs> <laughs> Devastated. <laughs> they know who they are. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I, I guess, like you said, man, it's all depending on the time. And if you were meant to be friends, then you come pick it back up. That's what yeah, it and, you know, see, like, uh, with relationships, too. I mean, with your, you know, your lovers, for say, you you pick the qualities you want in somebody. Whether yeah. you want them to just be, you know, I mean, I'll just say a fuck buddy or just, a, a, you know, someone that you want to marry. Everybody looks for different qualities. I, you know, I don't know, I don't know if you ever heard, you know, everybody, like, all guys, they marry their moms and call girls married yeah, their didn't, dad. Didn't Darwin say that? I, I, I don't no, know. It was uh, the... Sigmund Freud. Yes. Shout out to Nick. Yes. Freud, the psychologist. Guy. So I wonder how that yes. works. Do we actually subconsciously just pick people that have those traits because it looks like they'll be a good partner for us? Or that's what you're used to? Man, that's a very interesting fact. I want to search that up after. Maybe I'll throw it in the description because that's, <laughs> that's super interesting. Just across my mind. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, you're right. So, like, we've discussed that there's a huge time commitment, right? you got to put yourself in those opportunities, and we're talking about acceptance. And, you know, right? like, essentially be yourself. Um, Don't – I mean, we, we do say, you know, you have to go out there and find your friend groups, but don't look to fit into any friend group. Yeah. If, if those people seem like they're not your type, then just move on to the next group, man. Yeah. So how do you know when a relationship's toxic? For any Shit. aspect, and like, how do you know when you should move? I on? feel like, um, because I feel like a lot of people are always debating with this and knowing, like, is this friend a good friend of mine, or is it, is it not? I feel like when you're growing up, you don't have enough experience to tell. Yeah, you always do what your friends do. Because I mean, I know some people grew up in high school; they did drugs because all their friends did drugs. And maybe at the time they didn't know it was bad. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, as you're older. You really just got to be keen on past experiences and use that to predict whether these people will be a good fit for you or not, right? Like, if you're someone who's anti-drugs and these people yeah. smoke, maybe if they do it excessively, you'd be like, okay, I'll pass. Yeah. Because they might have that bad effect on you. Or right. I mean, I know for me, when I look for friends, I look for people that are, you know, they're smarter, um, more sophisticated. And, like, the biggest thing is they're ambitious and they're outgoing. Yeah. And they're like, okay, you know what? Let's hang out. Let's do this. Be you know, being adventurous essentially. Right. So, can you like pick out an emotion or a feeling that you might get if you were starting to think that a relationship is not right for you? Oh man. Like, what would what would it look like? Like, so if I'm in a friendship or I'm with somebody or I'm like talking to my family, like, what would I be feeling? That I'd be like, you know what? This relationship's actually starting to not look like it's right for me. My mental health is going down. What kind of things? Right, but I mean, how do you analyze that, right? It's kind of tough. Um, yeah, maybe, like, maybe you need somebody to point out, like, hey, you're not acting yourself. Hey, is everything okay? Then you think about, okay, what's been bugging me? Right. Maybe you've been thinking about this one act that this person did that's been bugging you. Yeah, so maybe, like, your performance and your extracurriculars might be going down. Like what Stuff you do. like that. Maybe yeah. it's on your mind a lot. On your mind a lot, so you're overthinking You're overthinking, things. like, oh, shit, you right. know. Okay. This is weighing down on me. Why am I thinking about this? This isn't healthy. Yeah, yeah, right. So exactly. So maybe things like you're like more have more anxiety around it. Right. Yeah. No, you're probably sure. at this point. You're probably starting to question. You're questioning it because you're thinking a lot about it. You're questioning why is this happening. Yeah. Right. I mean, and like I said, it's completely different for whoever you are. One thing I noticed though is like 
there are relationships where one person, uh, I've seen it where one partner is abusive and the other partner, they just stay with this person. Yeah. And you got to be thinking in their head, is that because they like that? Is it because they don't realize that that person's bad for them? Like, what leads you to wanting to stay with somebody who puts you down? You know, yeah. who hits you if you're in those relationships and whatnot. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the times that I hear about those, it's that they believe that person can change and will change for them. It's like they're staying there because like, oh, this person, they're, they're going to change for me or they can change. Fuck. That's, right? I mean, I like the thinking, but I mean, Yeah, shit. so is it, re- is it realistic to put that expectation on that, somebody that else? That thinking will lead you to doom, I think, a lot of the time, man. Yeah. It, it, I don't know, it's tough. You can't change people like that all the time. Right. So if you're, let's say, if you're in a negative relationship, right, is it fair to say that anything that you expect, you should just expect of yourself and you shouldn't expect the other person to do anything differently? Like, is it up to you to change a negative relationship? I mean, you play a part, but it's not up to you to change that person, right? right. I, and the way I see it, um, the thing with being in a relationship is you want to be with somebody who shares interests. And, you know, I think essentially what makes a strong relationship is two people that push each other to do better. Right. Um, if you're in a relationship where you feel like you're carrying somebody or you're hoping they'll do this, but it's not happening, then it's, it's going to weigh down on you. Yeah, exactly. So then in that sense, if you're having those negative relationships and you're putting in doing everything you can, that would be a point of which it's, time to step back step back man. Right? don't and, fuck with it yeah and create those boundaries of all right now this isn't working so it's time to have boundaries on what i'm going to do for this person uh-huh. but i mean i feel like you know an entire like you just don't really know what's bad especially if you grew up in a bad relationship like it like if you grew up in a family that treats you bad maybe that's just what you're used to right you don't know what's bad because that's all you know yeah because i mean i know people that complain about the person they're with and then they're just stuck in those situations. And you're just like, yeah, yeah. I know a couple of names come straight to my head. Yeah, and you're just and you're just knowing that why why do they still bother, right? Right. There's something about that, right? And I, I never want to go in that conversation with people because I don't want to offend. Yeah. You know them because what if you say say okay this person you're always complaining about, you know wh- why like what's I always want to ask them I'm like so why are you still with them. Yeah, so if we loop back to the mental health aspect, right. when we're talking about when you're not in relationships or not having as many, you're likely to be at more of a depressive state. So do you think it's that that need, that biological need to be in some sort of relationship that they're holding oh, on to? man, that's a good point. I definitely think that plays a role. Yeah. A big role, actually. Yeah, exactly. And maybe these people don't think that they, there is another relationship out there for them. Right. Yeah. That's playing yeah. on that's playing on the point of what you said of it's all they know, and then just like oh why would I bother trying to move on because this is probably what's going to be like with somebody else. Right. No, that, that's a good point. That, right. Yeah. There's like those dif- these different aspects that people get stuck in, which isn't true. Like there's always going to be different and or better if you're in these negative relationships. Right. But what about um, relationships where you know you you like the person whether it's your friend or your lover or whatever. Yeah. But there's, you know, co-founding factors like their family. Their family doesn't like you, right? What do you do? Do you just say, sit back and be like, oh, you know what? <laughs> did, did you just like try to connect the relationship or do you 
like, oh, fuck it. Their family's pissing me off. They don't like me. Blah, blah, blah. Well, <laughs> speaking of my last two relationships, it looks like you just kind of, you put in the effort. and I, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't. You know, I, did, shut up. I was wondering why you're doing all these like hand signs to me. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, so there you go. There you have it. I was with two different women who were both Christian and their family is very Christian and I'm not that Christian. So then it's like becomes to the point where you kind of wonder what relationships are more important. So for them, it was more important for them to have the relationship with their family and to God than it is to have me be who I am and accept it, right? right? They could accept me for me as long as I join their kind of culture, right? To join their Christian faith. Right. But if the, if I didn't do that, the family didn't accept me. And if the family didn't accept me, then the family was a little on edge with the relationship with the girl, right? And then their relationship was impacted. Yeah, what was one of those things where the girl's like, you know what, I'll leave my family because they're all this, blah, 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 just to be with you. Then what? Well, then that goes to the point where the, the girl is putting our relationship at a higher stake than the other relationship. And it's more important for her to be with me than it is. her own family. Exactly. So that's why I asked you earlier, like, are any relationships more important? So I really yeah, think I, know what? I really think that to all people, certain relationships are more important dependent on how much time you've invested in them. Exactly. Right? So in both those instances... I tried to be the best person I can be on who I was, right? Right. And the girls liked it. Like, it was fine. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get along with the family. And then near the end, it's they wanted more. Like, they wanted me to also have that additional relationship with God, which, you know, I, I don't have personally, right? No, no offense to anybody. But it's just those things. And then when I got to those points both times, it was road barriers. I'm like, there's nothing else I can do. I still feel bad about things. Because I generally feel bad I don't fulfill that part of their life. Which you shouldn't. Right? So then that's when I would make the decision of now I'm going to step back from this because I can't do anything else more about it because I am who I am. And it's time for me just to remove myself from this and let them do their, like, have their relationships. Right. And like, let me find someone who's going to be more like me one day. Man, I can just imagine, like, you know, you bring up with someone religious and you say, hey, can you find it in God to forgive me? <laughs> oh man, that would be a little savage. But yeah, man, Shit. and those things like I put a lot of time into it. Like the first relationship was five and a half years, and that didn't work out. The next one was a year and a half. Went to Costa Rica and everything. So you invest a lot of time into these things, and then sure enough, some relationships are more important to other people. That's right. Is there anything else you wanted to add on the topic of relationships, Chris? Yeah. Well, I just want to kind of bring you back to like, what do you think is the most important like aspect of building a relationship? You know what? You just got to find what's healthy for you. Right. And how do you do that? Do you think there's like a particular, if you can give it one word, like what's the most important trait to have a good relationship? I want in my mind. So I can say it if you like to. Uh, I I got one word, but I want to hear yours first. I was going to say communication. Communication is the the most important aspect to any relationship. Yeah. Okay. That tops mine. I was going to say something, but I'm not going to say it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. No, you know what? I was going to say, I was going to say loyalty. Well, loyalty is, loyalty, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice hand gestures up there. Yeah, loyalty is good. I agree. I, I agree. Loyalty is important. Mostly to maybe like 
I actually loyalty is a good one. Okay, you know what? And you want to be loyal to your friends, right. and you don't want to be lying to them. To go hang out with other people. I was watching this uh, interview with Twenty One Savage. Yeah. He goes, "I'd rather have somebody loyal to me than someone that loves me." He goes, "Someone that loves you can break your heart. Someone that's loyal will always be there for you." <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But I think a part of loyalty is being a good communicator, right? Uh-huh. And it's like, and it's like everything we've said so far, like putting in time, giving yourself the opportunities, having acceptance creating boundaries, having balanced relationship. The only way to go about all of those is to be able to communicate with your friends, with your family, with your partners, right? And once you can communicate like where you are in your life, what is it that you want from this relationship and what is it that the other person wants? And once you can start sharing everything, mm-hmm. then every relationship is better. Right. So, I mean, like, you know, just to conclude, like, you got to find that healthy relationship you know, if you have a bad relationship with your family members, think about why it went bad. Was it on your end? Was yeah. it on their end? Was it something you can repair? You know, just take back to analyze your friends and family and see where you sit with them. Yeah. Do like, they like you? Do they hate you? Do you like them? Do you hate them? Yeah, like reflect on what it is that's causing the problem. And if you feel like, you know, you don't have enough friends or people you can talk to, man, there's so many, there's so many people out there that are in the same position as you. Yeah. Um, you know, find your interests. See people that you know. If you if you're online all the time, I'm sure there's other people that are online with the same interests as you. Yeah. If you like to go play soccer, you go join a soccer team. There'll be people that join the same interests as you. Yeah, exactly. It's a matter of just going out and initiating that. Right. Exactly. And just essentially just communicating with other people because that's where it all starts. It all starts. It's just that interaction, that communication. Yeah. And just to share like a little story, like the other day, like the person girl I'm seeing right now. We had a misunderstanding, mm-hmm. and I got super defensive. Like defensive to the point where, like, you just like kind of like like shut yeah, you down. You know what? Sometimes you do get really defensive. <laughs> yeah, but the thing was, in past relationships I've been in, the other person would get really defensive too, uh-huh. or like maybe it happened to my friend. They get defensive, but they were able to like like stop for a minute, calm down, okay, and then they just took the time to think of what they want to say, right? And then they told me like, "This is why." I'm, we miscommunicated and this is what's wrong. Oh, really? They were just that They were just they're super calm and they just explained themselves perfectly. And then afterwards, I was like, you know what? Now I feel bad because I understand why there was miscommunication. Right. Like it was an error on my part and I should not have been. I think that's that. the biggest thing is that you just got to understand where you're wrong. Yeah, exactly. And then I accepted the fact that, you know what? I didn't make a mistake by getting defensive. And you communicated very well to me what was wrong. And now I apologize. And instead of like feeling shitty for the rest of the day because you're just like ignoring them or whatever, right. then you're able to like move on. Talk and, like, through. Yeah. And it, it just, I mean, it might feel like a rough patch at the time. You don't really want to have that conversation, but yeah. you need to have that conversation. Yeah. And like miscommunications happen with every relationship. They happen with friends. They happen with your family. Yeah. And I feel like instead of having those defensive mechanisms, which I'm starting to see now from past experiences, it's really important to just be able to take 10 seconds just to kind of pause and like think about why is this having such a negative impact on me right now? Right. And then just think it through and then just be like, hey, listen, we'll just drop the fight right now. This is what I'm feeling is wrong. And like, how do you feel about it? But you know what? And I will say that there are people out there. They don't like those conversations. Yeah. Um, they'll get very defensive. And, you know, you try to be calm and talk to them, but they don't want to hear none of it. Yeah. In those cases, you can't really do anything man yeah it's just the way they handle things so i don't know where they get that yeah. little trigger and maybe we'll do another part two one day on relationships and like how to deal with those aspects because i feel like there's stra- actual strategies that you can take into account for doing that uh-huh 
That's interesting. Yeah. 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 So that's something to look forward to is like how to in in like increase these strategies and incorporate them into your life and into your relationships to actually get through those rough patches. Exactly. Yeah, so this is just an introduction to relationships then. Oh man, you could go on days and days and days. All right, season two is going to be good. All right, well, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you. Uh, Again, we'll be posting this on our Instagram, Past Table Talk. It'll be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole bunch of other platforms. So check us out on Instagram. And we will start YouTube videos probably in a week or so. So check those out too. But probably not. So just keep your eye out for those. (laughs) You'll want to do, baby. You'll want to do. All right. We'll catch you guys later.